0: EFTM tech cars lifestyle. This is the EFTM podcast with Trevor On. EFTM.
1: Well, hello. I'm back. Oh, geez, hasn't it been an arduous process to get to here? Not really. No, it's just been uh, busy and school holidays and all those things and. The kids are still around at a friend's place having a swim, so I thought, I'm going to take these couple of hours, and I'm going to absolutely get a podcast done, because I've had overwhelming number of zero emails asking me when when I was coming back. Um, I appreciate your concern. I really do. (laughs) No. Um, I said from the get-go that I I would be out for a bit, and I I was, and I don't care. I love it. Uh, But it's good to be back. It is almost in the swing. (laughs) straight away. There won't be a show next week because I'm travelling next week. Oh, I might be able to do something on Wednesday, but I'm travelling next week unfortunately, so that's always going to impact me greatly. Um but it's okay. We have plans to to improve these situations over the course of 2024. Uh in fact I'm not going to go into it. I'm just not. Just not going to go into it. But uh no, EFTM podcast is back. I'll travel along with you taking your calls on anything tech if you have got a tech question you just got to reach out. you just got to go to the website, eftm.com. Um, great story that I've just published minutes ago, hours ago on eftm.com about Kogan offering the Apple Vision Pro for sale in Australia, 6399 bucks, which I actually think is probably close to what the retail price will be given sales tax, import, all that kind of stuff. Um, I actually think that's pretty close to what we'll end up paying here for it, if not more. Um, I just don't know how they're doing it. Because when you buy this thing in America from next week, you've got to use like an iPhone to get a face scan so that they can match the face plate kind of padding to you. But if you're buying it just cold off a retail store, I don't know what you're getting. That's kind of fascinating to me. I'm not quite sure what Kogan's done there. But they say it'll ship by March, which means, I don't know, they're getting them from Hong Kong in... Somewhere in February, I, you know, it's a fascinating thing. It's a smart move by Kogan to get a bit of publicity, obviously, which is smart. Um, and, uh, and yeah, that's uh, that's their play. Good luck to them. But, um, yeah, that plus the other news this week before we get to calls is Disney+. Plus. Now, I said um, on AFTM, but I haven't said it here on the show, they're cracking down on password sharing. That kicks in in March. But the price is going up as well to seventeen ninety nine a month for the 4k plan so strap in folks price rises are coming and that's all um that's all you know disney plus has big plans but they're also wanting big cash for it so all those details are at eftm.com but this show is all about helping you get help and learn about other people's problems and how you're feeling better about yourself and maybe get some advice along the way plenty of calls to get through so let's get cracking with the eftm podcast this is the Thank you for listening. If you've got a tech question, you can go to the website eftm.com and just click on Ask Trev. We'll get you on the line. Darren's on the line. day, Darren. How's it going, Trev? Yeah, real good, mate. What can I do for you?
2: Um, so I've got a query about Wi-Fi boosters. Yeah. So I've got um, great Wi-Fi in the house. I've got a man cave about 15 metres from the house that I want to set up. Yeah. Um, and the Wi-Fi strength isn't the greatest there. Um will Wi-Fi boosters work over that distance or will I need to look at getting electricity and to
1: put in a LAN cable? Mate, let's be clear. If you can put a LAN cable in, it's definitely the best scenario because it means that whatever you do at the other end is absolutely pure. Basically, you've got full control over what you do out there. But And it's it's really a matter of, is that the investment you want to make up front or is investing in the Wi-Fi? The, the investment you want to make up front. I would argue that 15 metres, I'm trying to visualise my backyard and understand whether it would make it. And I, I feel comfortable that a mesh network, with, if placed correctly, would do a good job. Yeah. So let's be clear, not extenders, mesh network. Now, the, okay. the the window or the wall closest to the to the shed, how far is that from your modem and your internet actually coming into the home?
2: Uh, from the modem, it's probably about another five, six metres. And but I guess it, uh, but you can get dip more neshes, can't you? So if I put a, a device in the la- – so the laundry is probably where our nearest window is. That's it. If I put a device in there and then went to the um, man cave then, would that
1: – I believe – I reckon you'll end up with a pretty good outcome. It may not be Let's yeah. – let's remember – Anything wireless degrades over distance, right? So the difference between doing this over five meters and five hundred meters is is a downward downward curve. It's actually less yep. likely there of there to be what we call a cliff where you have this great connection and then nothing. It's more likely to be slower, worse, etc. So what I would do, what I would recommend in your situation is invest in, in in a mesh system that's obviously quality, so it's got good antennas and things, and that's you can tell that because it's so. Amazon Aero, Google Wi-Fi, they're little tiny puck-style devices, right? Now, I'm not saying yep. they're not good. They're, they're great. But if you look at a Netgear Orbi, it's a tall device, and that's because of the way they build their antennas and they have things called beam forming in them. So what I would think is I my, my thought is that a three-pack solution, so one router, two satellites is what you're looking at. The router sits yep. at your existing modem, plugs in, beautiful. One satellite yep. sits... And I would say on the windowsill in the laundry, if you can, because yep. you remove all obstructions, and then in the in the in the shed man cave, if there's a yep. window, mate, take it. But otherwise, absolutely at the most extreme point, um, you want to put the 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 third or the second satellite, the third device, the second satellite. Um, yeah And I I mate, I reckon you'll get you'll get pretty good connection. Is it as good as yep. if it was ten meters away? No, but because there's nothing else between it, there's no obstruction. So you're not like in, in my house, like I'm sitting next to my internet connection and my router, my Orbi router. Then and yep. I gotta say it's easy ten meters away. The middle of my house would be ten meters away. That that's yep. where the next satellite is. But there's there's a five you know, a gyprock wall, another gyprock wall, a set of stairs, another gyprock wall, and then the then the satellite. So yep. I mean Yes, it all works through all those things and whatnot, but there's no doubt it's better to have the, the line of sight. So, man, I think personally I'd be looking at a mesh system. Here's the other thing. If you if you buy the right one and do a little bit of research, but I think you'll find the the medium to top end, Orbeez all do it, check whether or not the satellite, the mesh satellite can be turned into an access point. Those are the critical words, access point. Because if the Wi-Fi solution fails, then what you do... Is you you then dig in that land that uh, the actual cable connection, and you haven't wasted yep. your money on the on the mesh system because you can plug the cable into the bottom of the mesh system, and it becomes yep. a wired backhaul for that yep. Wi-Fi network. So that's yep. you know that's the final thing you do if it doesn't work just purely wirelessly. But man, can you let me know what you what you do because I'm I'm curious as to the outcome on the fifteen meters. And, and how that affects speed standing at the window and then standing in the shed. Yep. I wonder what speed you get.
2: No, no, I'll definitely give you some feedback, mate. Thanks for the advice.
1: No worries at all. Thanks for getting in touch. Uh, thanks, Dave. Good on you, mate. Cheers. Um, Yeah, I mean, I haven't done it. That's the thing. I, I don't have a back shed or anything, but, you know, I've put them over pretty extreme distances. So, yeah, I, I think that's that's a common solution, common problem in Australia, the the problem of distance to man cave, distance to shed. Um, and we want internet everywhere now. I mean, doesn't matter what you do in the shed, internet matters. So, yeah, interesting stuff. If you've got a tech question like that, you can just get on the show and be part of it, and I can help you out just by going to EFTM.com and click Ask Trev. Well, let's keep going with calls. Den's on the line. G'day, Den. How you doing, mate? G'day Trevor. how are you? Yeah, real good, buddy. What can I do for you?
3: Yes, yeah, so, I um, I was wondering though, know, what um, with all these scams and you know stuff that's going on in the world now, I was mm-hmm. wondering what's the best, um, uh, what would be, be the best uh, way of protecting my my iPhone. From, from the scammers, uh, from mail scammers and, yep. you know, anything else.
1: So, uh, so, look, it's a tough one because the best offence is you. I have to say that straight up. You can spend all the money in the world, yep. but it's your vigilance that matters most, right? That's critical. Yes, and yes. so, mate, yes. you're you're already ticking the box because you're thinking about it. Um, um, you're, you're in a good zone, all right? Then on top yes. of that, you add the software layer, which is, you know, essentially the kind of what we used to refer to as antivirus, and obviously, these yes. days um, it's much more than that. So, internet security. Now, I'm I'm a fan of of the the analogy that you know we're all happy to pay for comprehensive home insurance or car insurance, but a lot of people smirk at you know paying for internet insurance, which is obviously it's not insurance. I want to be clear, but it's it's protection in some way. So, internet yes. security software that covers all your devices. So, if you've got one on your computer, you want it on your tablet and your phone as well. So. Any okay. of the big companies should offer multi-device solutions. I use Trend Micro yes. because they're a long-time supporter and advertiser. Um, all the big yes. companies have it. And, um, and the great thing is that it sits on your phone and you barely know it's there. But what it does in the background, if you set it up properly, like you actually dig into all the details and, you know, spend some time on it, it does everything yes. including, you know, spam filtering, um, uh, SMS messages, blocking yes. unknown senders and all that kind of stuff but most importantly and this is where it absolutely pays its way is if you get a text message that absolutely tricks you Dan, it might it gets your hook yes. line and sinker and you click the link then trend micro have a, a thing that they they do is they stop you clicking those links so it comes up yes. with this big cross that says hey this is not a website you want to go to are you really really sure And that'll then make you second guess yourself. So, mate, honestly, internet security, Trend Micro do a great job and have it on your phone and and you should be a lot safer. All
3: right, Trevor. Look, to be quite frank with you, I have got – I downloaded the uh, Trend Micro app for my iPad. Yep. And I paid the subscription, so I've got it on my iPad. Yep. Um, And unfortunately, when I went into the phone to do the same, it – I must have pushed the button, which said it's a it's a um, a two weeks trial. Right now, now I, the trial's uh, finished, and every time I go in there to say that I want to um, uh, to use the Trend Micro on the phone, it says you're already subscribed, and, uh, <laughs> and for some reason I can't well, work out how you can have two subscriptions. But um, well, what I would uh, do, and, what
1: I would do is, I'd firstly delete the app from your phone. And then go onto your computer or your tablet, wherever you most use the web. So just on the website. And log into Trend Micro's website so that you know what your email address and your password for the Trend Micro account is. And then within the account, you want to upgrade to make sure that you're on multi-device. So you go from one device to three or whatever it is. And once you've done that, then you download the app again. You sign in with your Trend Micro ID and it should should all just set
3: up. Okay, Trevor. That's the best advice I've had for a long time because I've been trying this now, and I've actually contacted Trend, and they just saying, "No, all you got to do is click on the on the link, and you can get in there." Well, I can't get in there, and right. I do want to um, I do want to put this on my phone as well because. Good, good. Well, you're doing the right thing.
1: So, mate, here's what I want you to do. If you have any more issues, you just send me another note and I will will hook you up with someone up the chain at Trend who can talk you through it. But I'm confident that you'll work it out. If you just think of it as your account, just think of it like your bank account. You know, online, you want to be on the website and do it all there so that it includes those extra devices and then go back to the app.
3: All right. Well, that sounds great. i will be doing that this afternoon. All All right. right. Thank you you very much for your call. Good on you, Dan. Cheers, mate. Anytime. No
1: worries at all. Um, Yeah, I mean, look, it's a weird one because, and we've talked about it over many, many years, long-time listeners will know, Um, you think, a lot of people think you don't need this kind of software on a Mac or an iPhone or even on just any smartphone. You do because it's not about viruses. It's about that time you're in a rush and you click the link and it's... That's where they get you. They trick you. That's that's the whole point. It's the one in a million. They send a million text messages. They only need one to click to start the start the process of scamming you out of cash. All right, good stuff. I'm glad. As I said, look, Den's one step ahead because he's thinking about it. A lot of people aren't thinking about it. EFTM.com if you want to get on the show.
0: EFTM. This
1: is the EFTM
0: Podcast.
1: EFTM Podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh, let's keep going with calls. Peter's on the line. G'day, Peter. How you going? Yeah, really good. What can I do for, for you?
4: Um, I've got a um, a uh, Google Nest Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got um, my uh, provider is Aussie, Aussie Broadband. Yep, and I've got the the gigabit speed. Boom.
1: Paying for the big bucks and uh, loving it. What's uh, So, 1,000 down, 50 up, that's what I've got.
4: Yep, yep, that's right. What's, what,
1: what sort of connection um, have you got? Are you on HFC or fiber? Fiber. Yeah, nice.
4: All
1: right, that should be even better than yeah, what I fiber,
4: get there. Fiber, fiber to the premises. Yeah, so.
1: nice. Beautiful. Yeah, um, I'm
4: a bit disappointed in, in the actual Nest Wi Fi because when I do a speed test on the phone, I only get about Oh, roughly 450, is mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I've tried it with the actual nodes for the um, the um, extra Wi-Fi, um, I only get 100 oh, wow. megabits.
1: Now, the, this is a really important diagnostic thing for everyone to learn, and I've talked about it before, but it's a good reminder, about trying to work out where it, where it's at what speed and where it degrades. Now, the first thing I'm, I want you to do if you haven't done it is um, actually unplug the Google Nest Wi-Fi and just plug a computer into the NBN because with fiber you can just plug into the wall, right? And do a speed test with Aussie Broadband, speed.aussiebroadband.com.au. So right now, for example, I'm sitting next to my modem and uh, I'm actually on Wi-Fi, but I'm getting about 610 down and about 38 up, Right. Now it's the yeah. middle of the middle of the day. I'm on Wi-Fi. Kids are gaming. Just not, I'm 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 fine with that. I wouldn't notice if it was 900 versus 600, personally. But if I go to the other side of the house, I can tell you right now, I'll still be getting 600 because my Wi-Fi network is robust and strong. Mm. So what you need to do is I want you to do a speed test plugged into the internet because that determines what speed is coming into your home. Right. And then yep. you plug in the first Google Wi-Fi node, the, the router part, and do it. Just do mm-hmm. a connect, do a speed test on that one. Plug in the next one halfway through the house, and then stand there and do that one, and then see what the difference between those two is. Because you'll probably find that plugged in on Ethernet, you're getting six hundred, maybe eight hundred, at different times of the day, and then on the Wi-Fi, you're getting five, four, five, maybe six hundred. But then on the other nodes. The satellites of the of the Google Wi-Fi, you want to be getting still four five hundred because there's no point paying for thousand if you're getting one hundred. I'm assuming that's your concern is that you're paying for a thousand and you want a thousand on the other side of the house.
4: Yeah, that's right, and uh, if, if it's just frustrating because um, you, you've plugged it all in and yeah, you you don't you're not getting the speed that you thought you were getting.
1: Is I. Uh, I I'd need to know there's a few there's been a few different Google Wi-Fi's over the years. Um, do you know if yours is a tri-band solution?
4: I'm not sure. I, I bought it off a friend who was who sold his house. So yeah, right. uh, um, I think
1: I think only the latest Google Wi-Fi Pro is tri-band. Now what tri-band means is I don't know if you, you've ever seen your old Wi-Fi networks. They used to have this um, you know Pete's Home Wi-Fi, and then there'd be a Pete's Home Wi-Fi 5G or something it would say. Those are the two bands that we normally broadcast in, 2.4 and 5 gigahertz. So there's most yeah. homes, most internet solutions have these two bands of Wi-Fi scattered throughout your home. With a premium uh, mesh Wi-Fi solution, so I've got a Netgear Orbi, uh, it's, it's got a tri-band so that the extra band is, is actually not used by you or your devices. It's only used by the satellites, by the nodes around your home. And that's how they communicate fast and effectively, and it's your devices, then they use the other two bands to get the connection to those, to those nodes. So the problem with dual band is, if you're down at the TV using the internet, then that's taking up traffic that also, that the Wi-Fi network needs to communicate with itself. So that's why it's not quite as efficient. Shouldn't be a drop from 400 to 100, though. Is it a two-box mm. system or a three-box? Like, how many little Googles have you three. got?
4: Well, there's the router and then there's two, two satellites or yeah, two right, nodes okay. or whatever you want to call And And yeah,
1: yeah. have you tried repositioning those as well to different areas, basically moving them closer to each other? Because that might be the issue, is that they, they do need to be slightly closer to each other and there might be... Uh, bricks or concrete or microwaves or something interfering. Yeah,
4: well, I had one the the router set up in a study, and then the next room over is our living room, and I've put a a satellite in there. Mm. And when I did a speed test in the room with the satellite, mm. it was hundred.
0: Oh, that's when no I, good.
4: So when I unplugged it, I could get. Through the other room, I could get four hundred and fifty. Oh wow! From the
1: original router, and and that's you mean from the from the Google router. You don't have any other boxes, any other Wi-Fi routers in the house. Yeah, yeah. Well, mate, have you done a factory reset on that thing?
4: No, not really. I would. In in the actual Google Home app, Mm. you run a speed test in there, and it gets around about eight hundred. Yeah. On, on the router but yeah but when and I that's do on, on the on router phone, right
1: so it sounds to me yeah. like it's the satellites that are the problem the nodes or whatever they call them on google but because the, the the google home app is using the router to do the speed test it's not using the satellite mm. so it's not telling you no. how good your network is performing overall so i wonder whether or not they uh, they would benefit from Just, mate, especially because you got it from someone else, mate, just do a factory reset on the thing. Take you an hour to reset and then set it up again. And and here's the great thing. There's one of two ways you do these resets. One of them is you create a whole new network name and you slowly join all your devices to that new network or you do what I do. I test a different Wi-Fi network every few months. I call it the exact same thing with the exact same password. My family never knows. It doesn't matter. Everything just reconnects. But also, yeah. the last thing I'd say is think about what else could be causing the problem. And now that might be something else that's connecting. So, I don't know, let's say an old TV. Now, an old TV or an old device, it used to be that the, that the speed of the Wi-Fi was determined by the speed of the slowest device connecting to it. Now, if there's something old and slow in your house that's bringing it all down, that that's not good. So, turn everything off and slowly turn each thing on and see whether each internet connected device has any impact on the internet speed. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Give it a whirl Pete and see how you go.
4: Will do. Thanks very All much. All right buddy, anytime. Well, yeah go. Well, well, if if I actually got a um, the Orbi system, mm. would that um, help?
1: Oh mate, there's no the... doubt in my mind that if you invested in your Wi-Fi network, and I say the word invest for very good reason, it's bloody expensive. It's not cheap at all. Mm. But mm. I I could not be happier with our with our setup. You know, I've got streaming yeah. TVs all around the house. I've got three kids. Uh, where there's five of us in the house. Ain't no one complaining about internet speeds here. When the internet goes down, mm. everyone knows. But, yeah. you know, that actually happens a lot less than it used to now that I've kind of really sorted things out. Um and I think the the, the Orbi setup I've got is a part of that. So, but don't, I don't want you to spend a thousand or two thousand bucks until you've really checked all those basic things to make sure that you there isn't something simple going wrong on the network. Yep,
4: Okay. I'll I'll check them out. Good on you, mate. And, uh, thanks for getting in touch. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks,
1: Trev. No problem at all. Good on you. Um, yeah. I mean, look. Obviously, I'm going to advocate for a product like Netgear, not just because they've been a great advertiser and supporter for many, many, many years. Um, But I've not had a problem with it. I think I said middle to end of last year, I had this weird problem of disconnectivity at home. And it turns out it was the Netgear blocking denial of service attacks because I had a static IP address. And, you know, somewhere, some way, scammers had, you know, tried to crack in and that was causing network outages. Since we got rid of that, um, you know, I've gone to a, a dynamic IP and I rebooted every week or three. Just unbelievable, unbelievable reliability. So, um, and speed in every part of the home is what you want. EFTM, you're listening to the EFTM podcast. EFTM. Trevor Long on the EFTM podcast and radio show. If you want to get in touch, just go to the website EFTM.com. Click on Ask Trev. That's all you got to do and you can be on the show. Pat did that and Pat's on the line. G'day, Pat.
2: Hi there.
1: What can I do for you?
0: I want a new phone. Oh, what do
1: you look? What What have you got now?
0: I've got a TCL Ten L.
1: And how'd that go for you?
0: Uh, it's all right. The battery's getting a bit slow.
1: But how was it when? Because it, how old's that now? That's probably three, four years old. Uh,
0: three, I think. Yeah, right.
1: Yeah, righty-huh. and was it a good phone in the in the early days?
0: Yes, it was all right. It Excellent. satisfied me. I didn't need to do anything fancy with it. I like taking pictures
1: and that. Nice, yep. nice. So have you got a uh, – are you looking to be on a plan or do you want to buy it outright? Outright. Excellent. Speaking my language because it's the best way to be. Which telco are you with, by the way? What SIM card have you got? Uh, spin, uh, Spintel. Nice. So you're, you're in the zone. You know how to save money on your mobile plan. I'm a big fan. So what's yep. our budget?
0: Uh Have
1: 600 perfect, that's a good number. I'm a big fan of pretty much every phone between 400 and 700 bucks. There's some great phones now, there are a lot of brands in the market, but honestly, it and mostly doesn't really matter what you get in that price range because they're all much of a muchness in terms of what they have in terms of features and, and capabilities. I would argue okay. that that Samsung is without question the biggest name in that space because they have a they have a smartphone at every single price. <laughs> they they're not mucking around, right? They they've got models literally at every fifty and a hundred dollar price point. Um, outside of so so, there's a Samsung Galaxy A thirty four would be would be a great option let's, at at five ninety nine. There's also get away from Samsung. Sorry. Can we get away from Samsung? Big fan, big fan. Happy, happy to. What about the could yeah. we could we stretch you fifty dollars more to the Google Pixel 7A for six hundred and fifty bucks? I was looking at that. It's a great phone. The Google Pixel, um, the reason the Pixel is so good is firstly, Android, the operating system on smartphones other than Apple, is made by Google. So basically that phone is made to made to work with that software. And they also do very good things with their cameras. Right, they're very good at just making their cameras absolutely pop. So that would be okay. my top end pick. That'd be my top end pick at six hundred and fifty bucks, but keeping within your within your original budget, I think the brands mm-hmm. I would say to look at. And honestly, Pat, what I would do is go into JB's and pick them up, mm-hmm. feel them, and look at them because honestly, there's some really beautiful phones, and all of them have great capabilities. Nokia, Oppo, O double P O and Motorola between $500 and $600, which is a really narrow price point. There's a phone from each of them and you wouldn't be disappointed with any of them. Yeah, I, I, I uh, really, okay. I really don't think you'd be disappointed with any of them. My daughter's currently using a Motorola, which is 350 bucks. And I've got to tell you, beautiful phone, the Motorola G84, 350 bucks comes in. Yeah, I was looking at that too. Yeah. Comes in a couple of different colors. Beautiful phone. Really good. Slick. Fast. Good camera. Sweet spot. Three hundred and fifty bucks. I mean, honestly, okay. I struggle to. I struggle to see why you need to spend more than that. If we're honest, like, why not put that money into I don't know gifts or the energy bills, <laughs> whatever, something <laughs> else. All right, Pat. Okay. So a couple of options there. Go and feel them in the hand, but I'd, you won't be disappointed with any of the brands I've mentioned. And I think that even at that low price point of 350 that's a great phone from Motorola.
0: Okay. Thanks a lot, Trey.
1: No worries, Pat. Anytime you get in touch. Good on you. Thanks for, thanks for calling. Thanks. Bye. Cheers. Um, you know, and it's, look, it's a tough one because you can definitely look at all these phones, spec for spec, like for like, and go, well, this one has an extra megapixel or whatever, but if my 13 year old is happy with a phone that I'm sure is 350 or less and yeah she wants a better phone a different phone but she doesn't know why that's the question you always got to ask yourself why do I want that next thing? what does it do that the other one does not and you'll struggle to f- you'll struggle to answer that question for yourself uh, hopefully Pat finds a great new phone for herself. EFGM with Trevor Long taking your calls. Lee's on the line. G'day, Lee. Hi, Trevor. Hey, How Lee. What can I do for you? I'm very well.
0: Oh, uh, Trevor, I'm actually I'm in I'm I'm actually in the market to buy a robotic vacuum cleaner yes. for our house. We have lots of tiles, mm-hmm. and um, I'm I'm looking for something that is good and. Yep.
2: Will do the job for me. My husband's over
0: vacuuming.
1: Yeah. Oh, so, good on you. What's yeah, your husband's so what, name? What's what, what are you sitting there in the yes, car with Lee? What's your hu- what's your name, buddy? He's,
0: he's, he, yes. Jeff.
1: Jeff. Jeff and Lee. Rightio. So, here's yeah. let me give you a little example of why I love my robot vacuum. We currently have okay. renovations in our upstairs bathroom. A little bit of a leak, bit of a problem, and they had to cut the ceiling in the downstairs kitchen area. It's, it's all happening here, right? Builder yesterday, trying to clean up after himself, lovely, very good, Uh, you know, cleans up his stuff, and then he he comes in with a mop, uh, sorry, with a a broom and everything. I said, mate, please, if you're leaving, I've got this. I'll turn the robot on. Now, he left. I turned the robot on, and we've got hard wood floors, like floating, you know, wood, just whatever they are called. And this mop and vacuum just went up, and I'm telling you, my wife had no idea there was a drama when she got home. It looked spectacular. Really? So, so the it, thing it I would say to you is, trip. it's an mm-hmm. investment. Right. If you tell me, like, what's your budget? That's that's my number one question. What's your budget?
0: Well, well I was looking uh, fourteen hundred, something like that.
1: Music to my ears, because you wouldn't believe how many times I say to people, hey, "What's your budget?" And they say, "Oh, three hundred dollars." I'm like, "Well, you're going to get you're going to get yeah. a vacuum that's going to basically maintain yeah. your home for you, right? It's a, a vacuum right. at that price mm-hmm. is going to." It's gonna run around. It's gonna you know keep the dust and everything at bay, which is good. But for no. example, the one I have, just to be extreme, is currently at 21.99. So it started at 2500. It's now 2200. It mops. It vacuums. It cleans its own mops. Uh, it refills the water on its own. It, it empties the dust bin on its own. Does all that. I touch it every three weeks and empty out the water and, and whatnot. The one down from that is Mm $1,600 and it does Mm -hmm. all the same things. Um, It just, it's a different shape and it doesn't have slightly as much suction and it also doesn't, I think it doesn't dry the mopping pads afterwards with heat. It just lets them air dry. I honestly, I don't notice a difference. I'd just go down a peg. If I was spending my own money on it, because obviously I got it to review, I'd be down at the $1,599 price point straight away. Um, the difference right, between, okay. and I'm talking about Ecovacs here. They're the, they're the brand I've yes. only ever used. They're fantastic. Yes. They're, yeah. The one below that is 1200, which is essentially last year's model. And right. it. Um, I'm trying to remember what it doesn't do. I don't think it empties out the dustbin or it doesn't refill the water on its own. So personally, right. you want one that has yeah. the Omni.
0: Those features. Omni omni station right, okay. is what they
1: call it, which is this big kind of base station for it. And it has a clean water tank and a dirty water tank. And then a then a spot for the the vacuum bag where it sucks all the debris right. out and you empty okay. that every month or so. But the mopping okay. capabilities of these things is phenomenal. Like unbelievable. Really, really good. I like that, Trevor. Yeah, Sounds mate, it's, well, and here's well, the thing, I've the said mop. this before, my wife is an absolute narc when it comes to cleaning. I'm not going to lie, I've said it before. Yeah. If, if over the years I've tried, I've said this is doing the job and she'd still come out and, and scrub it with the you know the hand mop, but two years yeah. ago when, I, when we started getting the ones, I'll tell you the difference. If you if you see a robot vacuum and it has a mopping pad on the bottom, so it's a big yeah. uh, pad that sits there, what it does is it drags that along yeah. the floor. No, you don't want that. Right. You want one with pads that rotate. Yeah. They're circular, and so what they do is they yes. they they push down on the floor and they rotate. So it's kind of scrubbing a bit, yeah. If if you have okay. an old stain, it won't okay. pick it up. You've still got to get rid of those things. You've still got to do some legwork now mm. and then. But you know what? I my okay. secret tip. My secret tip would be see if you can find last year's Omni, the X One Omni. That's last it's year's X1. model unbelievable okay. totally right. fine right. great device only difference to this year's model is really that this year's model apparently uh, all i know it does it dry it dries the mopping pads afterwards i mean oh, who cares whatever wash them every right. every few weeks and <laughs> what, then what does it matter it
0: can actually go over the, the, the you know like off the tiles onto the carpet without any problem
1: so um, the, that's a really good point if you do have carpet with the, mm-hmm. with the X1 models uh, yeah. the X1 model, you need to take the pads off and let it then go and vacuum the carpet. With with right. both of the 2023 models, so they are, I'm just trying to remember now, they're the T20 and the X2, T20 and X2, yeah. they lift the pads up. So okay. the mopping pads Sorry. can be on, it'll mop, and then when it gets to the carpet, it'll lift the pads up 12 millimeters, and just keep That's vacuuming. That's
0: what I heard, yeah. Okay. So yeah, you, you're good. pushing
1: your budget now to fifteen ninety nine for the T twenty.
0: Okay. All right. Okay. So, so if I'm looking for those features, I'm actually I'm up in the price range of of, of, of what did you say, Trevor?
1: Sixteen hundred is the T twenty. Twenty two hundred is the X two Omni. Oh, all
0: right. Okay. All right. So either of those two would be um fine.
1: Unbelievable. Oh, I, I Here's how, how much I'm confident of that. I reckon you'll want to yeah. ring me back in two months and say, This has been a game changer for us. Do you have kids? Right. Uh,
3: Trevor, I'll, okay. oh,
1: Trevor, I'll ring you back. <laughs> yeah. Do you have kids? I, I'm the mopper. He's the
0: mopper. Nah. No, no, we're empty nesters now, but still. I'm no, no, that's,
1: that's better yeah. because, look, I'll be honest we're with a you. Little bit older. I wish our vacuum went out every day. It doesn't because. Mm-hmm. I set it on a schedule, but then in the end, oh, there's just crap everywhere. There's just how ha- yeah. these things are smart; they go around things, but then they get lost, and it's like, why did you leave a beanbag there? Like, what are you doing? And so, yeah. what we, what I do, so today, for example, I've got to take my daughter to a thing in the afternoon. What I'll do is I'll be like, you know what? Let's let's actually do a proper clean today. I put the chairs up on the table and kind of, yeah. you know, really say, right, off yeah. you go, and then yeah. clean. And sometimes. Yeah. Just before bed, I'll just go clean, and I leave the chairs down, and it just does its thing. But, you know, just like you normally do, you might just vacuum, you know, five minutes at night, and then once a week you'll vacuum for 20 minutes or an hour. You do the same with your robot. Think of it the same way. It can go out every day for half an hour and just tidy up. But then once a week, put the chairs up, move stuff, and and let it to do a deep clean. Because you can set it in the app to go, I want you to do everywhere twice. I want you to use a high water level. I want you to use yes. more suction. These things all degrade the battery and therefore it won't do the whole area and it'll have to go out again later in the day. But it's so amazing what you can do with these things.
0: Yeah, okay. All right, hey, sounds tre- good.
3: Trevor, are these models square square fronts or round?
1: The X2 Omni is square.
3: Okay, is that an advantage? Do no, I- I've, not
1: the I've not noticed any difference. I've not noticed any difference. The round ones have okay. a, a brush... They don't really show these in the photos, but the rounds ones have a big brush that flicks out of that corner, and oh, so yeah. that's how Sticks it gets out, yeah. everything into the corner and from the corners. So, yeah, okay. honestly, not an issue.
2: Okay, our, our um, tile floors, um, our bathroom and laundry edges are about, oh, you know, ten mil or twelve mil higher than the than the other
1: direct stick tiles. Mm. Okay.
3: Do, do they get over that edge, or it doesn't matter if they don't? But do they, would they climb over
1: that tiled edge? 10 mil probably, probably not, of,
3: yeah,
2: no, I, but, okay, but not like my wife was blown
1: different. away that ours went into the laundry the other day and ours we've got just got one of those lips that they put between like a different style of floor and so it's a clear bump'd be yeah. like a full speed bump for it but it goes that's through it, no dramas it. but I think okay. of our bathroom upstairs for example they're, they're just putting the tiles in and I looked at it and it's you know it's a full 10 millimeter like block. There's yeah, no way it'll go it, over it, that. I reckon it'll stop on that. Okay. But you okay. could easily, okay. you, I reckon you could yeah. test with a little bit of plywood or whatever, a little wedge. I reckon you could test yeah. whether or not you could build it in. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like a little ramp for it.
2: Right. Oh, I'm in the carpet game, mate, so I can do that. Oh, easy. Yeah.
1: Right. You'll be blind away.
2: Yeah,
1: uh, have a look it at the really T2, cool. T20 2 t and the X2. Yes. T20, X2. Okay, okay. Mate.
0: Okay, we'll do. Big all investment,
1: right. but worth it.
0: All right. Sounds good. No
1: worries you at all. You look good on
2: TV too, mate. Oh, okay. gee, thanks
1: very much. You look, you look, no, you look pretty good. You look pretty handsome. I oh, appreciate good. that. The, you know, TV adds Scrub kilos. Up, Just right. remember that, all right? <laughs> you know what I found? You know what I found? Soda mirrors. It's unbelievable. <laughs> the, more mir- the more mirrors you have in the house, the worse you look. Yeah, I've noticed that. Thanks, Jeff. Really appreciate you chiming in. <laughs> Any,
3: any, any, mate, you. You, anything else, you just give us a ring.
1: Right? <laughs> Thanks, guys. I'll hear from you soon. I'll look forward to hearing about it.
2: You will. Okay. Yeah,
1: we'll let you know. Good Thank on you. you. Thanks for getting in touch. It'll See you okay. later. Bye. Uh, he's a good man. <laughs> um, yeah, they were in the car, obviously. And, I oh, look, it's a lot of money. I get that. It's a lot of money to spend on a bloody robot vacuum. But, you know, yes, you can get them for 400 bucks, and they're good. Uh, they, they're, they're better today at 400 than they were four years ago. When you see what they can do at the upper price level, mind-blowing. Trevor Long taking your calls on EFTM. If you've got a tech question, you need some help with something, just get in touch. Go to the website, EFTM.com. Click on Ask Trev. That's what Rebecca did. Rebecca's on the line. G'day, Beck. How are you doing? Good. Thanks, Trevor. How are you? Good. What can I do for you?
3: I was wondering, I would like a indoor camera. Yep. So something that will alert me if someone's walked in the house or, yeah, just something nice and simple. Yep. I don't need to, I can just plug in, doesn't need to be wireless.
1: Excellent. And you're not trying to monitor pets or anything, you just want a little bit of security sense.
3: That's right, yes.
1: Easy. Doesn't come any better. And so uh, unit or house?
3: For a unit.
1: Yeah, okay. So... <clears throat> I was just thinking about the outside and the inside, but if you've just got a unit, then you really just want to get that front door monitored, basically, which is which is all you need. Um, so mm-hmm. I would I would recommend uh, literally an in- an indoor camera because if you there's a bunch of Wi-Fi cameras out there, but you know they're made to be wireless and all that kind of stuff. Keep it real simple. There's there's one. In fact, it's on special now at JB's. I notice as I look it up um, from Arlo, which is called the Arlo Essential Indoor. Uh, it's like 120 mm-hmm. bucks. Normally $130. I'm sure there's a second generation of that as well, but um, yeah, there is $129, the second generation. Here's what I love about this camera it plugs into the wall, so no battery required, which is, (coughs) excuse me, what you need. But most importantly, you know when it's on and when it's not, because it has what they call a privacy shield. This little, so think of the, the front of the camera is black and the lens is there, but when it's not recording, there's this white cover over the camera and so you can clearly see. I've got one upstairs in our main hallway between all our bedrooms which, mm-hmm. it, you know, it's daunting to have a camera there, right? But it, it's always got this yeah. white dot over it. And when we leave the house and I arm the security system, that white dot disappears and that camera is looking for people. And so that's exactly cool. what you need. Put it at the front door, you know, where you put your keys down, whatever you want. Plug it into the wall. It's discreet. It's small. You, I install the Arlo app You turn it on so you get all notifications and then just set yourself a schedule. What's the schedule where I want it to be armed and when I'm not? You can actually set it to be geo-based. So when your phone is not at home, i.e. when you're not at home, it's armed. But most importantly, you Mm -hmm. can set a schedule. Here's when I'm at work. Here's when I'm not. Set a schedule and boom, done, easy. And you'll get a notification every time it detects motion. Too easy. 130 bucks, 120 bucks. Arlo, A-R-L-O.
3: Okay. And that's the Arlo Essential 2 or Generation 2.
1: If you want to get the first generation, second generation, honestly, doesn't matter. Just get the best deal you can.
3: Okay. Sounds too good.
1: No worries. Have a good day, Rebecca.
3: You too. Thank you so
1: much. No, my pleasure. Uh No, my pleasure. Um, You know, it's a simple camera. does exactly what it says on the box. And if it's just all you need, then the notification, problem of uh of security camera systems of making sure that you don't get too many and don't get too little is nailed because it's just one camera all alerts hit me love it good stuff and hopefully rebecca gets that one and um has that peace of mind that comes with a good security system This is
0: the AFTN podcast.
1: EFTN. squeezing one more call peter's on the line g'day pete
2: hey pete hey uh, hey trevor how are you going how are yeah, you re-
1: real good mate what can i do for you buddy
2: uh, just uh, inquiring about the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Ultra. Yep. Um, just wondering, does it come with dual like dual sim?
1: It does. Uh, do you want? Are you using a physical sim or are you an eSIM sim kind of guy? Uh, well,
2: I'm I'm both physical. Like I'm upgrading from the Note 10 Plus, which yep. came with a dual uh, physical dual sim. But I just inquiring if it does come like like either e sim or dual sim.
1: So it's dual sim. Uh, one single uh, physical SIM and one yep. and and eSIM, so yeah, uh, cool. you're, awesome. you're absolutely yep. good to go. Easy to
2: update. Yeah, yeah awesome. Yeah, awesome. No, that's uh, that was just what I couldn't find anything on online. So yeah, yeah and, mate, and cool. different awesome.
1: models for different countries, so it's always a risk. But yep. I have confirmed that with Samsung physical SIM yep. and eSIM. Pete, enjoy the phone, mate. Hopefully, you get it real soon.
2: Yeah, awesome. I no, thank you very much, for that, mate. Take, good on take you, mate. care.
1: No worries at all. Good take on care. you. Um, that's the Samsung Galaxy S24. As I record, we are um, uh, we are a week or so away from the launch, but I suspect people will start receiving those phones any day now.
0: It might sound crazy what I'm about to say. But triple-
1: for the first time in the year, annoy a few people and just get me back in the vibe. Anyway, thank you for listening. It's been lovely having your company here today. Lots of great uh, questions and information and some follow-ups there. I'm looking forward to hearing about those uh, robot vacuums and that Wi-Fi. I'm very keen to know how that goes. If you've had your own experience in those things, it doesn't have to be a tech question. You can just be conveying tech information. Uh, EFTM.com. Click on Ask Trev. Try and get to as many people as I can every week. There's a lot of emails that come through. I'm trying to get help with that. It's just tough, but we're doing our best to keep the dream alive. Uh, thank you for listening. Let's crack on and uh, be back again next week. Uh, if you're subscribed through the Two Blokes Talking Tech feed, lots of podcasts coming at you this week, Two Blokes Talking Tech as well. And if you're listening uh, through the EFTM feed, lovely. Thank you. And please leave a rating and review. It's always appreciated. Talk to you next time here on the EFTM podcast. This is the EFTM podcast. EFTM.